0: Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew.
1: I'm your host, Christina. And
0: I played a lot of Elden Ring. I played a lot of Game of the Century. (laughs) And it was so good. Game of the 2020s. Game of the... Uh, well, that's the decade. A game of all of 2,100. Up through to 2,100. What? A game of 2,100. <laughs> this is it. Nothing, I, nothing I also, will beat it.
1: I meant for you to look up how just how long you had played this game. Oh,
0: a little over 70 hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I played around 70 hours of Elden Ring for my first playthrough. Maybe it was just under uh 70 hours because i've played a little bit in playthrough two
1: yes where you're just trying to get the other two <coughs> endings
0: yeah i think i'm been playing for about 50 minutes and i've beaten <laughs> four bosses and i'm almost to the point where i can get into the capital breeze through that it's like two hours you can beat the game in two hours just running through the world record speed run though with all the stuff is under seven minutes seven minutes it's like six minutes and fifty nine seconds is the speed run record right now. Uh,
1: yeah, somehow below seven minutes. What? Mm-hmm. What?
0: I watched. I watched it. It's it's a glitch, 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 uh, and
1: six minutes and fifty nine seconds. That's
0: uh, any percent speed run, obviously sorry no it's okay Uh, yeah so uh, but for most of us who are taking our times enjoying the lands between and running through it's a very very expansive
1: it's a lot it's overwhelming but not in a bad way
0: it's incredible because every time you go somewhere and you think Ah, this is about it something opens up you find something new you end up somewhere new and you just are kind of blown away by everything that happens Let me start with a little brief synopsis here, and then we can kind of dive into the reviews, kind of talk about the pros and cons of the game that's been having and how much it's shaking up the gaming community right now. It's still being talked about.
1: Yeah, there was just a terrible New York Times article about it. A terrible one? Yeah, I meant to look at it. I'm going to Google it while you're talking, okay, so go so, ahead.
0: The Elden Ring takes place in the Lands Between. The Elden Ring has been shattered, and no Elden Lord sits on the throne as Queen Marika is missing. You are known as a Tarnished and are seeking the pieces of the Elden Ring held by the demigods, uh, and you wish to become the Elden Lord. That's my own little brief, quick synopsis of the game. Uh, there's... a as all from software titles have been lately, there's not really a, there is a major overarching story, but you don't really know it. You kind of have to piece it together as you're going through and finding out lore. So it's a big community project and people have already figured out all the lore of this game. This is just kind of my own synopsis of playing the game. You, can you Let's do this when we do the reviews.
1: Yeah, that's fine.
0: Um, Well, as we're diving in there, Elden Ring was released February 25th of 2022 on all systems except the Nintendo Switch. We, of course, played the PlayStation 5 edition. We
1: played it on the Nintendo Switch. (laughs)
0: It's not out on that one, but that is what we played it on, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to touch on some of the actual reviews? And then you can read me this New York Times thing because I'm ready to get mad at them.
1: You know, I never actually read it, so I had to go to uh, the people who pulled it up on Twitter. That's how I had to find it. Hmm. Um, so for the reviews, I did something different. Well, similar, but different. Okay. So Metacritic, I looked at the PS5 version, since that is what we played. It has a 96 from critics and a 7.9 from users.
0: They're all wrong, but anyway.
1: There was a bit of kind of review bombing where people who gave it negative reviews gave it like zero to twos rather than like fours or fives but it kind of got counterbalanced by people giving it tens, saying oh, i see all the people giving it ones it's more like an eight game but i'm going to give it a 10 to balance it out a lot of the complaints from users was that it, it looks like a ps3 game like graphics wise and that demon souls was better looking which i actually said to you and you said well it wasn't
0: From From software software that did it. Who made it. Yeah. And this game, still the graphic fidelity was still very good. The graphics
1: are still very pretty. I guess day one there was a lot of glitches and people were just angry and multiplayer was, or calling people was dumb and just the usual complaints from gamer bros.
0: And there's a lot more gamer bros felt in the mix of this because of the popularity of the title. Yes. A lot more people that normally don't play this type of game jumped into this type of game.
1: Yes, for sure. So that's probably a little bit of it too. So the slightly different thing, I took, I went to IGN and I grabbed, it's a slightly longer clip, but it's both positive and negative Okay. because it was very hard to find anything outright negative From, from critics. From the
0: critics. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. So
1: this is what IGN had to say. From Software, Smartly doesn't change much in its approach to these from the Souls games, Bloodborne, or Sekiro. You'll just naturally meet characters as you explore and discover the world and become involved in their problems. There are no exclamation point markers on the map, no waypoints to guide you to them, and these characters don't always flag you down or initially want or need anything from you. They're just people with their own agendas and goals whose stories are impacted based on your own actions or inactions. That was actually kind of refreshing in an open world as vast as this one, and it was always exciting to see a familiar face pop up again later as I was eager to learn about what brought them to this new part of the world and how their journey had progressed. The trade-off, of course, is that without any markers, quest log, or journal, it becomes very easy to forget about certain plot threads and accidentally leave them unresolved by the end. That's a bummer, and I've already felt regret at missing out on stories that some of my colleagues have had, but for me, it was worth it, because even after 87 hours, I never once felt the open-world fatigue that usually sets in when my brain gets overloaded by a map absolutely full of unresolved side quest markers. Besides, any missed quests gave me extra incentive to continue on to New Game Plus.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: You absolutely loved the fact that there were like no markers on the map, because you very much get overwhelmed like, we did not make it very far in Red Dead Redemption 2 because you just kept getting sidetracked by side quests. Every
0: time I'd finish a quest in Red Dead or even Horizon, six more icons pop up on my map.
1: Yes, and then you get distracted by those and don't even do the main quest. And, and it's it, you didn't make it past like the first campsite.
0: No. <laughs> once you get out of the mountains in Red Dead 2, we get to the campsite. I never got past there because I just kept doing stuff. Yes. And there's too much stuff. My little ADD riddled brain can't handle it. That's why Breath of the Wild was such a f- breath of fresh air when they just decided, no, nah, you can place markers if you want. I In Elden Ring, it's the same thing. I can place the markers. So if I need to remember a spot, I can go on the map and place a marker. If I don't need to remember it, I don't place it. I never placed a marker other than waypoint markers to kind of yes. give me direction when I was riding around to figure out how to get somewhere. That was it. So what is this New York Times? Did you find any negative ones first?
1: Uh, or no, that was no, just that No, that was, that was combo- <laughs> both of, like, this is a breath of fresh air, but also it's kind of a negative thing of, like...
0: You can just miss yes, stuff. Yes, yes. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. So the Elden Ring article published by the New York Times is called An Elden Ring, The Struggle Feels Real. And they're basically... I can't find the one tweet that I saw that basically said that this was, like, a high schooler's, like, written report written by, like, six different people on a group project about Elden Ring. Um, but they're basically saying that the success of this game is because the, of the pandemic.
0: What? Yeah,
1: it's, and no one, everybody is giving them so much uh crap it's really funny but it says literally this is a screenshot from it because i don't want to give them a click was it's difficult to imagine elden ring succeeding in any other era in year three of the pandemic as vaccination rates have risen and hospitalization cases have dipped in some areas offices schools and restaurants have reopened to many americans the dragon has been slain yet in other parts of the world a new variant of the coronavirus is driving another wave and in new york cases are beginning to climb again What does that have to do
0: with Elden Ring? Literally
1: everybody is like, this is the most glaring paragraph of the New York Times Elden Ring story. I find it hard to imagine anyone in the games industry, including players, thinking the pandemic had anything to do with Elden Ring's success. What? Yes. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Wow. Someone's maidenless. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, That's my comment for the day. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, this
1: is.
0: (laughs) Listen, uh, Elden Ring... Uh, a lot of people, including myself, is saying this is a very likely contender for Game of the Year.
1: Oh, for sure. For sure.
0: This game has done... this this, And a lot of people are saying, and I, I'm going to agree with this, but uh, with the caveat that I'm a huge Souls fan. Yes. Uh, Souls born from software fan, that this game is the Breath of the Wild for this console generation. Mm-hmm. And the other suspicion that people are having is that... This um, the reason Breath of the Wild 2 is delayed is because of how good Elden Ring is. That they said, you know, our game is probably good, but we need to actually innovate more. Yes. I don't know if that's the case or not, but it could be just developmental stuff normally because that's a lot of changes you'd have to make in a short period of time for such a big game. Yes. But Elden Ring has really changed the nature of open world. Again, like Breath of the Wild did when it came out
1: so I wanted to make this comment and you and I have mentioned this multiple occasions to each other I wanted to make this in our Horizon Forbidden West podcast but I'm going to say it here and we'll probably bring it up there too but poor Horizon series I mean it's still very successful but the Horizon Zero Dawn came out on February 28th, 2017 The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild came out on March 3rd, 2017 Wow! Horizon Forbidden West came out literally a week before Elden Ring came out. And it was just kind of overshadowed by a... Titan. Yes.
0: Titans. Yes. Both of them are Titans. And
1: they're wonderful, fantastic games too. Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West, even though we're not that far in Forbidden West, but that's... Neither here nor there. It's been fun so far. It's been fun
0: so far. I have a (laughs) lot of comments in that, but I'm going to save those for that for that podcast. (laughs)
1: Just like poor Horizon, poor Ashley Birch. I mean, they're still very successful. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody wants. Not everybody wants to play a Souls game.
0: Well, one, they don't want that. But two, the the funny thing is, a lot more people are playing a Souls game. Yes. Now, because of Elden Ring, I'm going to start with gameplay. I'll dive into the difficulty topic because everybody has their opinions about this game and what it is. But gameplay is typical Souls placed in an open world. So it's a third-person RPG. You cast spells, shoot arrows.
1: You get to choose like what kind of character you are.
0: Yeah, you can have a starter class. I mean, you can choose yeah. what's called a wretch which is just a base level one, everything set at 10, and you can level it how you want. Or you can choose classes that are more specified towards a build initially, which gives you more stats towards that build to play it that way. So I chose the Astrologer because they are more magic-focused, and I could start with spells. I'll talk about that thing you sent me, that tweet you sent me, or that article you sent me about the one guy saying how his girlfriend didn't actually beat the game or something like oh this. yeah i'll that I'll one find, makes me mad too i'll but. find
1: that one too it was in uh, aita on what Reddit. Is, what
0: does that mean uh
1: am i the asshole oh
0: yeah well, yes
1: yes everybody agreed that he was yes i will uh yeah yes. I'll, I'll find that and but continue
0: yeah so but overall there's a staggering array of weapons shields wands to cast spells or staffs to cast spells spells in general and there's this thing like there's things that are called there's faith based ones and then there's sorcery based ones so you can build based off that uh there's all very much a stat arrays there's all sorts of monsters and you just work your way through this world and it's a lot of there's some puzzle based stuff but a lot of it is um it's not quite zelda puzzle based it's more just good combat very refined very well done combat and kind of redefining the uh, open world. Uh, But there's a ton. There's a ton to do and there's a leveling system where you use these things called runes rather than souls. In this one, they're called runes. You use these runes to buy items from merchants and level your character up. Either way, this game just is a very involved RPG. As all the other Souls games are, this one just kind of elevates it, refines it a little bit better. Uh, To the point about the graphics, these aren't the prettiest graphics on the PlayStation 5. Horizon takes that title, oh, in my Horizon opinion.
1: Forbidden West is absolutely gorgeous. It's
0: stunningly beautiful yes. for a game. And then they redid Demon's Souls. That game looks better. That is 100% true. This is still, in my opinion, PS4 Pro,
1: Yeah.
0: early PS5, well-done graphics.
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't say it's PS5. I would say PS4, PS4 Pro.
0: They're not bad. The game no. is smooth overall everything moves correctly this game has been in development for god knows how long it came out on the ps4 pro and the xbox one it has to be able to work on both they didn't make this mistake cyberpunk did and they didn't function on the old systems it mm-hmm. barely functioned on the playstation 5 when it came out mind you
1: uh huh
0: anyway that's a, that's a whole other side <laughs> but the game works and it's it's good it's a good looking game is it graphic fidelity the best no is it a Dark Souls game? Does it look good? Yeah, I think it looks great.
1: Yeah, it uh-huh. looks good. It's not, you're not playing like Goldeneye on the N64. They aren't boxy well, the, <laughs> And the, the um
0: field of vision is really well done. And what you look in the background, you can go to. Even stuff that doesn't look like you can go to, you can go there, which is weird.
1: Yeah, you found that out. Yeah. Accidentally, found- a yes. lot. Yes, uh-huh. You're like, oh, that's a really cool background. And then you were there like 25 minutes later going, oh, hey, I can make it here. Mm. Is that the underground Uh, city?
0: Yeah, so there's an underground area and they're called Eternal Cities of XYZ. And there's several of them underneath there, but they're not all connected. So you see them and you're like, I don't think I can get there. Well, one of them, I won't, this is not too much of a spoiler because it's been out for a little while. But if once you beat a certain boss... A meteor falls from the sky and opens up a passageway to one of those other cities. Mm, And another one of those, there's a portal you end up taking to get into this city specifically. But you have to end up in another secret area first to get there's a lot of if you do this, this happens. But you end up in these areas. So just by naturally playing and exploring the game, you just start stumbling upon these things. The first time I stumbled into this underground city, I was blown Away.
1: That is some of the better graphics in the game, too.
0: Yeah, you go underground, and it looks like you're in a night sky. Underground, yeah,
1: it's like being in the Mexico Pavilion in Epcot.
0: It's re- yes, <laughs> but you just looking around, you go, "What? There's a whole underground area that is as it's not as large as the open area, but there's large underground sections of this game that just add more depth. Mm-hmm. And they split between doing open world, and you seamlessly can end up in these what we call... They call them legacy dungeons. Like, kind of like Zelda, how they had the actual... Sh- like, the... The uh, shrines. The shrines were kind of little mini puzzle-based things, but then they had the bosses. hmm What were they called? The... Not the beasts. I'm going to forget what they were called in Zelda. The actual... Oh, the... Uh... Sacred... Uh, uh, so I feel really silly not remembering this. We played the game five just years the, ago now. The
1: champions, but that's the the
0: champions are the people that run the machine and are trapped in them.
1: The Divine Beasts. Thank you. I did not pause this and Google that. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: there is no cutoff and there was you jump no, back in. <laughs> no,
1: no one can prove that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, they have something similar where it feels like the old school dungeons and maps of Dark Souls, but they're built into this open world. And the best part about this game, diving kind of cutting into the uh, difficulty topic, is this game is still hard. There's Mm -hmm. no question. There's some bosses in this game that I'm the person that I was, I just went, this is not fun. I'm throwing my head against the wall. Mm -hmm. But, but I can still summon people to help me. I can still do other things. Or I can leave and go somewhere else, level up, explore somewhere, and then I can come back and fight that area much stronger than I was And it gives you the option. In other Souls games, you don't really have that option. You kind of do, but not in the depth that you can just move somewhere and do other things.
1: No, the other Souls games are very straightforward of like, you have to follow this particular path or you have to beat this particular boss to make it to the next Open area in. of the world.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, Demon Souls is kind of an exception where you can, theoretically in the other games, you can go where you want, but you'll just get owned. Wrecked. Yeah. And that still can happen in this game. But there's much more potential for exploration and going other places and not feeling confined to a certain area. I I went to a beginner area of the game way later because I didn't even know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even realize I could ride down south and just end up in this whole open, like, I think it's called the Weeping Peninsula. And I didn't even know I could go down there. And you're supposed to go down there. You're supposed to go down there first thing to level up your character <laughs> and do stuff before you go and fight this. It's called uh, Castle St- Stormvale Castle.
1: Oh, yeah. And you're supposed
0: to do that before the castle. I did that whole castle and was running through this castle under levels. And it was like, it's like, like me is-
1: doing Stonehenge yeah, and Earthbone.
0: It was really hard. And then you get back and you go, "Oh, I'm leveled up now. I'm wrecking this thing." This it's is weird.
1: It's very much a game where I think if I was interested in attempting to play a Souls game and not throw a controller through a wall, I think I would be able to play this game. I would have to take it at my own pace. I think I could do it. I think I would enjoy it. Not as much as you, Mm -hmm. because I get frustrated much more easily. As I have said several Mm -hmm. times on several different occasions, I'm like, you're getting angry at these giant dragon bosses that are... Terribly difficult, and I'm getting angry at mushrooms and records because they keep poisoning me in Earthbound.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was just, yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> I still don't truly have a big desire to play any Souls games, but I think if I was going to attempt to pick one up and try, I would do this one.
0: It is the most welcoming once you understand what you're walking into. You have to understand that this game is not easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not. There's a lot of conversation about accessibility. I, I truly, like, I hate this phrase, but at the same time, I feel like this game is, it's not for everybody. I can actually honestly say, and they're not going to change their formula.
1: Well, you said that about, like, Returnal, too.
0: It's correct? similar, But yeah. it's
1: similar in the similar vein.
0: It's difficult. Yeah. It's a learning curve. You have to work hard. Now, I'm a kind of guy, like, I think accessibility should be, there should be black-white filters, or, you know, like, filters yeah, for people vision, with colorblind yeah. or... Mm-hmm. I think those things are okay. But when it starts compromising the game, like they're like, we're not making this easy for anybody.
1: Yeah, it's you. even if you've never played a Soulsborne game before, you would know if you're in the video game realm that, mm-hmm. oh, those are hard games. Uh-huh. I don't think you'd expect to come into this thinking that it was going to be any easier than any other Souls game.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> and you also, you're in there and you're trying to... They give you ways of making it quote unquote easier, but you have to, it's within their rules and sets. So let me give examples. There's some bosses that I, I was struggling. I was really struggling on. And some of them I just had to learn to get better. I just had to work and play the two gargoyles was one of them.
1: Oh, that one sucks. At the waterfall basin, yes. I was
0: not good at it. I had to learn and get better because I tried summoning people to help and there's just nobody there. Yeah, Some areas of the game, there's just nobody congregated. Now, the major bosses, every one of the big major bosses, I was able to summon other people to help me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I could use my uh, ash of war and have that help me distract and do things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Those are methods in the game that, quote unquote, dampen the difficulty because they take the aggression off of you enough to so that you can do something. But those things are built into the game for you to practice and for you to get good. And they, it doesn't take away from that victory feeling of beating a really hard boss when you haven't, you know. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that are stubborn enough or just so good that they don't need stuff like that. Where there's me who doesn't have, I mean, I, so I played a long time. But my playing a long time was three hours a night.
1: Yeah, max, three max, hours a night. Max, that
0: was more than I usually played, a mm-hmm. night. And sometimes when my son takes a nap, which is often I get 45 minutes to sit and play mm-hmm. before he wakes up, after I'm done doing other things that we have to get done around the house. So I did that over a lot of days. Yes. And we came out in February and we're doing this what?
1: Mid-April. Mid-April. Literally mid-April. It's tax day. So
0: that's how many how long it's taken me to get through and beat the game and now we're finally sitting and doing a podcast about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a long game.
1: Mm-hmm. It took me
0: a long time mm-hmm. to do this. And I know there's people that are better than me at this. I understand. I just don't have the time to sit and play eight hours.
1: Look, Game Ranks said that 80 hours was not enough time to fully review this game. So
0: Yeah, because he also... he But yeah, I, I agree with him though yes. because he also plays two other games at the same yes. time probably. But yeah. this is a game I will come back to several times and Mm -hmm. i want to play different builds and i want to start over and do different things over time especially this is one of the few games that you didn't sit and watch me play the whole thing because i was just so invested in wanting to play this game but you don't miss a ton of the story either because there's not really story to miss
1: Mm -hmm.
0: there is and there isn't yeah some stuff happens and you go that's cool but i didn't really get a lot i just i just love diving into the action and you did. Dying a lot. Yes. I didn't check my death count. I don't know if I can, but it's gotta be over a hundred times. Oh, for sure. I have to have died over a hundred yeah. times in the time amount of time I played.
1: Did you want to cover this? Yeah, I just read it, cause it it just
0: makes me mad. But yeah, read it. Just read it.
1: I want to do the highlights. Uh, so it's the AITA, am I the asshole, for telling my girlfriend she, Sorry
0: about d- our French on this she one, didn't
1: really beat Elden Ring. Oh, he's so... So th- I'm just going to start with the first paragraph because it's a real winner. Just starting. It says, some context, my, he's a 28 male, partner, 26 female, isn't really into proper video games. She mainly plays on Switch games like Animal Crossing or Breath of the Wild.
0: Uh, Both incredibly good games, and I gave Breath of the Wild, we gave Breath of the Wild 10 out of 10, and Animal Crossing, we would have given 8. No
1: one can ever beat Animal Crossing, so sucks to suck, dude. Yeah,
0: (laughs) it is impossible to beat. Animal Crossing.
1: Uh, He says, I'm a huge fan of Souls-like games and have been waiting for Elden Ring for absolutely ages. I think my partner had seen that Elden Ring was meant to be like Breath of the Wild and when she saw me start playing it, she asked if she could have a go. I said in a nice way that it may not be like games she's played in the past, which is true, but she could have a go. Predictably, she struggled a lot to begin with, but she started to get the hang of it and seemed to enjoy it. Then he goes on to explain, like he works a lot, she's studying, so she had more time to play. Uh, She... Uh, excitedly told him over the phone one day that she had beaten the game. I was skeptical and thought she had maybe beaten the first main boss or something, but when I got home, she showed me her file and that she had started New Game Plus. I asked her how she'd done it, and when pushed, she said she'd been using a lot of magic, as well as summoning spirits and other players to help her with boss fights. This made a lot of sense to me, and I laughed and said, well, that explains it. I don't think you'd have managed without that help." She got mad at me and asked what I meant, and I said that the things she used are widely regarded as quote-unquote easy mode, and that if she'd played it properly and tried by herself, then she wouldn't have managed. She's now upset and claims I'm being condescending to her that they wouldn't have put those things in the game if you weren't meant to use them. We argued more and it ended with her saying I was being insecure because she beat it before me and me doubling down that she didn't really beat it, and the reason I'm behind her is she has more time to play and I'm doing it the way it was meant to be played." And then yeah. he asked if I'm the asshole. Sorry, dude. Yar.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's kind of a dick. Yes. Uh, we're, we're we're going off the rails on our, yes. our language in this one. Sorry. <laughs> we'll label this one colorful for people. <laughs> colorful. Who are jumping in. It was really obnoxious. Well, one, I play with magic. I summon people to help me. I don't have time to beat my head against the wall all day. And some of the... Bo- There's one boss in particular that you can't summon people to help you. I guess you could... But I'd have to have my buddy online to have him jump in with me. But I couldn't summon spirits, so I had to just do it over and over and mm-hmm. over until I finally beat this boss. It took so long.
1: Who was your least favorite boss to fight?
0: It wasn't any of the main bosses. It was the it was the Black Knife, um, le- re- leader, ringleader, Black Knife ringleader.
1: Uh.
0: It gives you a legendary yes. spirit, Ash. That boss gave me more trouble than any other boss in the game. I think I died 50 times and I respect four times trying to figure out a way to oh, beat yeah. this thing. Oh, I do
1: remember. Electo, the black knife ringleader.
0: Yes. That guy messed me up more times. And he's not even a main boss. He's a little sub-boss that you can end up fighting. But he was so difficult for me. I just had too much trouble. Mm-hmm. It drove me nuts. Mm-hmm. That being said... I did beat it, but it wasn't that. That particular boss was not fun for me. The gargoyles were very difficult, but I enjoyed them.
1: Those were more of a fun puzzle to try to beat rather learning than how, just frustrating. Learning
0: how to juggle them, mm-hmm. keep aggro off myself, off one of them while dealing with the other. It was more, yeah, like you said, it was more a thought process and getting better at my timing. Yeah, you just you have to have you have to learn you have to want to adapt and evolve. There's nothing in this game, and I think most of the players. Okay, yeah, there's a select few players that are elitist and think that they're the best. And you know what? You're probably better than at me at this game. I'll admit, I am not the best at this game. I still love it to death, and I love that they gave me a way to get through some tough boss fights and continue forward without feeling like I've cheapened the experience because it's still hard you Mm -hmm. know what happens when i summon someone else they give them more health yes the bosses get more health it's easier in a way because the aggro is not on me the whole time so Mm -hmm. i have room to breathe but at that point in time it is what it is she beat the game fair and square like she said if they didn't put that in the game Mm
1: Mm-hmm. yep It's okay, I got salty with you, and you were like, oh yeah, I beat Ganondorf in Breath of the Wild, and I got very upset that you just went and beat him.
0: (laughs) Uh, Were you mad that I just beat him because you weren't there when I beat him?
1: Yeah, and I also thought I was supposed to do it first, because I'm the Zelda player.
0: Oh, so you were mad at me for beating A little bit. Oh, I'm so sorry, (laughs) dear. It was what,
1: six years ago? Five years ago?
0: The only Zelda game that you played that I did not to that point was... um, Skyward Sword, and I think we played that together.
1: I know we stopped. I think we did play it together, yes. That one came out. Because that's the one where you kept going back down to the the world, and then uh, the water world and another world double I think that came out while
0: we were dating, didn't it?
1: Probably. So We've been dating for forever. Yeah. Skyward Sword.
0: Yeah, sorry, pre-marital games.
1: (laughs) Uh, November 18th, 2011.
0: Yes, so it came out the year we started dating. Yes. So we played that one together. Uh, All the other ones I have played. Mm -hmm. I probably played some of the Game Boy. Not Game Boy, but I probably played like Spirit Train. You probably never played Spirit Train. I never
1: played Spirit Train. I played Minish Cap. I never beat it.
0: So that was one that I only tried. I never played through. Yeah, so there's a lot of... Yeah. yeah, But either way, Mm -hmm. I understand what you're kidding at. Yes. (laughs) Speaking of Breath of the Wild, when Breath of the Wild came out, It redefined the open world genre. I would say so.
1: Poor Horizon Zero Dawn. Poor
0: Horizon Zero Dawn. (laughs) Poor Horizon Forbidden West. It is a beautiful, stunning game. It is not redefining the open world. No. Elden Ring has. The number one thing a lot of the places say, and I just watched a video on IGN about this, one of the most unique factors is when you're going somewhere... One, you you have no idea you, what you think you're going to run into. Oftentimes, is not what you run into. When you end up somewhere, you had no clue that this whole open expanse was going to happen, and the open world bosses are revolutionized in this. I can see that when you come up a bunch of big creature, and then all of a sudden the music changes and the boss, and it is in a Souls game. What it differentiates for me from a Zelda game is, yeah, okay, when you beat the bosses uh, in the open world in Breath of the Wild, it wasn't that it was not fun to fight them, but oftentimes if you didn't need the materials to level up, you just avoided them. I would
1: going to so say it was kind of pointless.
0: It's kind of pointless. Every one of the bosses in this one had a good reward or you were doing your best to get around them and come back to them later because you knew there was a good reward, but you had a ton of runes and you wanted to level up or you wanted to do something else and they just They appear. were
1: less repetitive than in Zelda.
0: That's true. Zelda had three or four different kinds. They had Lynels.
1: Lynels, Henoxes.
0: The, what are the Stalphinoxes or whatever? The Skeletal Henoxes?
1: Yes. And then the giant uh, Rock Dudes are the ones that I can think of. And they of. were
0: different varieties. So there was a fire. There was an ice. Yes. And a regular one, I believe. But, like,
1: those gave you gems. The Hinox, you got the Hinox parts. So, like you said, if you didn't need the materials, you kind of just avoided them. And you
0: fought the Lynels for their gear. Yes. You wanted their weapons because they were powerful and they were durable.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: After that... Yeah. You didn't really...
1: Yeah. You hit a point in the game where you didn't need more of that.
0: You didn't need... Yeah, you do enough of the bigger shrines or anything, and you have all the gear you need. Plus, you have the Master Sword. Like you said, everything in Elden Ring felt worth your time to do and as you said the variety of them was there's a lot there's different dragons but even the dragons function differently from one another sometimes their set was similar so there was some some quote-unquote repeat while you just had to use a different element to kill them rather than melee you had to use a spell or vice versa to do more damage that existed after that you you would walk out and then you would um there's the uh tree guardians that when you literally walk out the gate there's something called the tree sentinel and it just messes you up
1: everybody's like oh a tree sentinel and then it one shots them mm-hmm. who's the one boss lady that everybody's she's uh, like i've millennia. never known i've never known defeat and yeah. all the streamers are like <laughs> we'll see about that and then she one shots yeah
0: them. millennia blade of Mikala.
1: yeah she was horrifying
0: i summoned both Two times <laughs> and i won the second time yes I do not think I would have beaten that boss fight. I probably could have. It would have just been incredibly difficult for me. It
1: would have taken you probably at least 10 times.
0: Minimum. Yeah. Yeah, it was mind-blowingly cool. The fight itself was beautiful. The music in this game is top-notch.
1: See, I don't really remember the music.
0: I'll play some later. Okay. It's really, really good. It's very, it's orchestral, so okay. it's heavy orchestra-based stuff. I and just know. or Latin, Latin opera singing kind of thing. One
1: of the places you were in, one of the notes hits the same note that uh, the beginning of the shrines in Breath of the Wild does. And every time I'm like, oh, are you entering a shrine? It
0: is comparable to Hollow Knight music for me.
1: Yes. Okay. Now I remember the music because you played the... The difference. violence yes, and yes. they sound
0: like the notes are very, very similar. Yes. Um, I don't remember the name of the one in Hollow Knight, but if you listen to Melania, Blade of Micola, that one, and I think it's and when you, the town of Dirtmouth, if you listen to them, the music is very similar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not going to play them here. Don't want to copyright ourselves, even though, you know, we're not that big.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Just everything about this game was very beautiful there was very 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 few moments where i go this feels pointless in fact mm-hmm. I, I can't think of a point where i went somewhere and went what why did i bother doing this mm-hmm. why did i come here there's some st- areas that i went to and i forgot to go back to <laughs> that happened and there's some areas that I, I seriously i went to some places and never finished them and realized after i beat the game that i went to some areas and never finished them because i left because i was either too low level or i was getting smoked
1: either that or you got a, something that you didn't realize like one of the smithing stones you needed like smithing stone nine you were like oh now i can go build this thing and then you went to go upgrade your weapon
0: and never went and
1: never went back yeah
0: yeah <laughs> that happened as well yeah you get something and you forget to go back and finish it but the beauty of this is you don't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter there's so much to see and do and you can play it at your pace how you want to Honestly, if you're ever gonna dive into the from software games, this is the easiest one to get into. The game is not easy, but it is still par none one of the best video games I've ever played. Again, this this is what Breath of the Wild was in 2017. You know, just in 2022. This is the next evolution, and I didn't know what that evolution was gonna look like. This is what it is. So I'm excited to see what Breath of the Wild 2 does in 2023 to see if that steps up the game or not.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm going through the uh, comments on that Reddit post
0: i was just saying how you were the worst
1: everybody's calling him the a-hole but this comment is okay zelda one of the longest running franchises in gaming is not a real game i'm having a hard time believing that this 28 year old is a real gamer no self-respecting gamer would ever say such a thing for starters
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah that one's still getting you in there i mean mean, it it was annoying when i read it i was like that's annoying i don't
1: i don't understand gamer guys sometimes i want a gamer girlfriend and then all they do is crap all over how girls game because they're convinced they're a god of video games
0: i mean i've watched girls play this game better than me so they they do but you're not a
1: gatekeeping gamer bro no
0: i just think like (laughs) anybody anybody who wants to dive in and practice and play this game
1: have fun.
0: Have If you're not having fun, don't do it. If you enjoy it and you can get locked into it and get sucked into the story and everything, it's worth your time. Honest to God, I really, really recommend this game. So from somebody who didn't watch all the way through and just saw the bits and pieces when you were sitting down, you know, writing and doing other things, what would you give this game?
1: I would give it an 8.
0: Just an 8? Yes. Okay.
1: It was very fun to watch you play for like the first 15 to 20 hours and then the middle 35 hours or so are very repetitive to watch being played Mm -hmm. you're playing and you're interacting with new bad guys and new enemies and new locations but when you're watching you're not you know you're not controlling it so i don't see like the little nuances in you know, how you're battling the bad guys, what you're looking for, how you're upgrading your weapons. And then the last 10 to 15 hours were a lot of fun because you're like, yes, I'm getting close to finally taking on the last couple bad guys. And that gets a lot more fun again. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It would be probably more like a nine if the story was much more upfront Because, Mm -hmm. uh, you know me, I love a good story. But yeah, it gets a little, it's like Lost Season 3. In Mm. the middle of the game where it's just kind of there to watch.
0: (laughs) The next question I would ask you, Uh would you be more willing to play that game or Horizon? If I sat you down and said, I would like you to play one of these games, Mm. which one would you rather play? And I will throw in the caveat that Elden Ring, people can help you.
1: I know. Horizon feels like it would be more up my alley, but I think I would get overwhelmed with how much stuff there is. Whereas in Elden Ring, if I miss a thread, like you said, you miss a thread, it's not going to be the end of the world. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Don't know? I I don't know. I think it would be how quickly I get the hang of playing a Souls game. And if I get too frustrated, because again, I was losing my mind at mushrooms that kept poisoning me in Earthbound.
0: I could see. So (laughs) honest to God, I know you get frustrated at in games. I could see you enjoying Elden Ring for what it is until you had to, unless you had to fight a boss by yourself, in which the game is you don't, Mm -hmm. you don't have to do that but if you only like if you only had to fight bosses by yourself i could see you just going i'm not doing this this is not fun
1: yeah yeah for sure
0: but i could see you jumping into this game learning it dying a bunch but at the same time you you want to get better and you the, yeah. there's something about this game that pulls you in and it makes you want to get better i think you would enjoy it for what it is i don't think you would play all the way through but I could see you sitting down and actually enjoying the game if you took the time to like, probably, learn the mechanics, understand that your first death is inevitable, and there's nothing you can do uh, about the first yeah. boss. There's some people that are good enough to beat it without.
1: I get frustrated at Zelda bosses. So the,
0: the first boss, it's meant to kill you.
1: I still hate Thunderblight Ganon.
0: Yeah, he's he's he was tough. Yeah, he still is hard. huh. I'm not that good it's, at video games. Do so. you
1: give this a ten?
0: I am torn between a 9 and a 10.
1: Like 9 and a half and a 10 or a 9 and a 10?
0: 9 and a 10. Oh. So I will give the caveat that I really feel like this game could have been a PS5, an Xbox Series X, and a, play, uh, a PC exclusive. And they could have upped the graphic fidelity. Okay. I don't disagree with that point. I, I, I'm hard-pressed to say that they shouldn't market for as many people as they can. Because I think the more people that can play this game, yeah. the more popular it is, the more units are going to move, the more people are going to want to dive into it. But I don't, I don't really fault the graphics in that way. The other thing is I think some of the systems that they still have in there are not – I have to use a guide to level up still in these games. To this date, I use a guide and look online for builds because if I had to do this myself – I wouldn't have the most optimal. I could probably figure it out as I've been playing. I've played every Souls game there is. I could figure it out. I just would not. And I wouldn't know where to go for half the items in this game.
1: That was actually... I meant to have it pulled up, but I forgot. Um, I don't remember what the website was. It's the fan-sided gaming website that I apparently don't write for. But their review basically said that their one negative thing was the weapons sometimes the specs were kind of too vague where like you might not be building your character for that specific weapon but you might not know it until you try to equip it and then they didn't know like where to go to respect themselves so that was kind of all up in the open out in the air and that's kind of what you're saying on the i have a guide open for what i need to do To get my character to the max level.
0: To get them to what I want to get them to. Yeah, to do what you want to do. Uh, And there's a lot of unwritten... There are some unwritten rules in Souls games. Um, The PvP crowd in particular, there's an argument between level 120 to 150, what level to stop at for leveling your character. Mm -hmm. I think everyone says 125 to 130 is the acceptable range. But there's a whole crowd that says level 150 (laughs) is where you should stop leveling. And that is the optimal PvP range. And you can only level within a certain range for that purposes. So if you're going to do that, you have to just consider your build. And so there's a whole conversation and topic and talk about it. So there is some of that unwritten rule, but no one will stop you from going to the max level 703.
1: Wow. No okay. one will
0: stop you from getting to level or 713 or something like that. It's up in much, that.
1: Yeah. I thought it was. No one will
0: stop you from leveling up that high, but most people won't get that high of a level
1: okay. and
0: you can't summon people too far out of your range of level without.
1: That's not fair then. Yeah. Yeah,
0: But you, so I theoretically, um, I can summon someone much higher level if they're my, on my friends list
1: okay. and we make a
0: unique passcode that may, lets me summon them.
1: Is that how you summoned Eric? Yes. Okay.
0: So that's how one of my friends, Eric, plays. And that's how we got him. One of hey, Ben's friends. Ben's friend, who is now my friend. Kind of. We're online friends, so that's okay.
1: <laughs> but he is
0: much better at Souls games than I am. And I would summon him to help me with bosses. And he would clean clean house. Because he's just really, really good. Mm-hmm. All that being said, the reason I'm torn between a 9 and 10, if I'm just basing this base off all the other Souls games, 10.
1: Okay. ten.
0: This is the best. This is the best I've seen. This is probably the best open world game I've ever played. At that regard, it's a 10. Uh, some of the menu systems and some of the stuff, I feel they have they could do better. I don't think they're ever going to change it, though, so I kind of just accept it is what it is. Okay. But for me, I I wish it explained a little bit more to me. A little bit more. And there really is. The, some of the things they've added have improved quality of life. Like, they'll put markers where characters last where you last saw npcs That's cool. So you know when you go somewhere that the npc is there. It doesn't tell you exactly where they are, <laughs> but it puts the bonfire that they were or it's site of grace in this one where they were closest to.
1: That's okay. I was calling the runes souls up until like the last day you were playing. Yeah.
0: So. So, yeah. But I'm 9 and 10. I would say it is a 9, 9.5 or a 10 for me based on how what you ask very specifically. Okay. But yeah, 10 out of 10, compared to all the Souls games, 10 out of 10. Uh, open world, 9.5, 10. Okay. In terms of standalone stuff I wish they would have improved, I'd give it a 9. Okay. The game overall, I can't fault it too much. I'm still, I pull up my phone and go, there's a specific weapon I saw somebody use. Where is it? Mm-hmm. How do I get it? Because I will never find it by myself. I guess if I went through every nook and cranny I would, I'm just... I'm not that gamer anymore. I don't have that kind of time. I got a little boy.
1: <laughs> He's still sleeping.
0: Yes. Uh, we're at Gaming Marriage, guys, uh, on Twitter. Uh, Marriage at gmail.com. Reach out to us if you have questions, games we want to play. Uh, we are finishing up Earthbound.
1: Probably tonight.
0: Probably tonight. Very close to it. And if not, it will be done and we'll have a podcast this weekend set up for maybe not next week, but Yeah, the it's going to come
1: out in a couple of weeks.
0: Uh, and then i'm going to be diving back into horizon and we're going to start playing that again it's a huge that's another big game that i'm going to take forever on because every little nook and cranny is going to be like i want to go there now
1: uh, and then the dlc for bug snacks comes out
0: end of the month and so that that will probably get reviewed before horizon
1: probably just yes.
0: be real with everybody horizon will happen it's just going to take a long time and then if they ever release hollow knight silk song i will play the everliving life out of that too all right everybody
1: that's all we got
0: that's all we got have a good one
1: (laughs) bye